This is America, and this is our podcast. It's a reflection of American life and culture through our point of view. In this podcast, we'll be discussing all kinds of different topics that pertain to our lives as Americans. Whether it's the current big news story, an awesome new movie or video game that just came out, or just going to topics that ask the hard questions that reveal who we are as humans. It's all going to be discussed here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I'm one of your hosts, Dylan Ramsey, and today I'm joined with my fellow co-hosts, uh, Alicia Rawl and Yvonne Castro. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is aliens. 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 You can't see me right now, but I'm doing that hand thing in the meme with that guy from the History Channel. Exactly. <laughs> aliens. We're all ET. Do you do you guys believe in aliens? I do. I'm skeptical. For sure. We got for sure, and we got skeptical, and I am. Most of the time, I don't believe in things without any kind of scientific backing or proof. But hell yeah, I believe in aliens. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's... I mean, I mean, like. The universe is so large if we're the only living things on this one planet. That's absurd to me. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And, you know, when you think about we're kind of aliens, we are living creatures in space. Mm-hmm. So why do we have to be the only ones? Exactly. And like you're kind of saying, the universe, it's freaking huge. It's always expanding like our little feeble brains can't even comprehend how big it is exactly like you can kind of try to picture and like oh what could i not picture i think it's something like that we're not even close it's an infinite times bigger than you think it is mm-hmm. so you don't you're why are you skeptical yvonne mm-hmm. let's let's hear from you <laughs> I don't know, because to me it's more like seeing is believing kind of thing. I can hear all this other stuff from different people, but I have to witness it myself. You have to witness it? What yeah. if I told you we potentially have seen something? Well, maybe you guys have, but I have No, 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 not, <laughs> not, not even as, like, personal experience, yeah. but, like, scientists. Yeah. They have a report. They released it. They saw something. They said, hey, this might be aliens. How, how would you feel about that? I don't know. I would have to still see it. Maybe <laughs> well, maybe just hear about it a little bit. I mean, I'll listen, but like good because I'm gonna tell you because <laughs> um, recently in like the last month, Harvard re- they released a study that they had on uh, what was previously seen believed to be a comet that went through the Earth's or our galaxy last year, and um, they think it might be aliens. And at the time, we noticed how the comet was kind of weird and acting kind of different. The thoughts of aliens was quickly thrown out, but this time, Harvard was like, "It's a pretty. It's there's a chance it's aliens, and even that, even just a chance of it actually being aliens is kind of freaking crazy to me." But even in that article, like the scientists that they interviewed were like, we can't really say because scientifically they don't know. So I do respect where Yvonne is coming from mm-hmm. in this seeing is believing thing. It's it's true. Um, there in the article it did say that other scientists from different sources are skeptical, mm-hmm. and you know, good reason being because they don't have a whole lot of proof, and some of them are even criticizing them for throwing the word aliens out too easily mm-hmm. but i 
don't see any problem with it. I think it's going to get people excited about that. And they didn't say it was aliens. They said that there was a possibility that it was mm-hmm. aliens. Mm-hmm. And why does it have to be wrong? You know, if it's a possibility, it's a possibility. That's for sure. Especially when you kind of hear about the comment. Um, I have some notes here. Um, there's a mysterious cigar-shaped object, and it was spotted tumbling through our solar system last year. Um... Let's see here. It was a elongated dark red object, so just kind of think like a pen shape, but probably a lot bigger. <laughs> um, it was bigger ten pen. times as long as it was wide, and it was traveling at speeds of over uh, about two hundred thousand miles per hour. And they think it might have been from uh, you know artificial origin. So I think it's powered by light. <laughs> well, they actually did kind of touch up on, on yeah, that. That's pretty cool. I'm not really sure how comets normally act or look like, but what the idea of comets I have in my head are big round rocks. Not really like, like this thing sounds like a freaking spaceship to me. Right. Well, they said it went faster when it was in front of the sun. I, I didn't, um, I don't remember reading on that, but I don't have the entire article in front of me. I just have some quick notes I put down, but, um, now that you mentioned that, that does sound familiar. And that's just, it's it's weird. Like, I think uh, even if we they don't want to agree it's aliens, we can agree that it's weird. Oh, it's totally weird. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I totally think there's aliens out there. I think the government knows about it. They're just not That's a big us. possibility. Yeah, that's something this country's been talking about for a long time. Yeah. Area 51. Yeah. I mean, uh, but but honestly, like, I'm, I'm okay with not... Not knowing oh, right I'm now. The complete opposite. Let me really you <laughs> give it all to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm stressed out enough. Maybe not for everybody though, because you gotta think like how mind bending that'd be for the entire world if it came out. Like, yeah, there's other people living on other planets. Yeah, you know, all your religion, it's wrong because aliens. <laughs> well, they well, be and people? the fear that would come out of that by ma- the mass. Amount of people, like, if it, especially the movies that have come out, like, that have just, like, really inspired it, this fear of aliens. Like, yeah, it totally, um, deserved, too, because if they have the technology to make these giant spaceships traveling with light sails, mm-hmm. which we'll get more into later, mm-hmm. they could totally, most likely, just Destroy. wipe us out like nothing yeah. to make an intergalactic highway. No. Another theory, though, that I've heard about aliens is why we don't know about them is because they are way more peaceful than we are, and they're actually terrified of the human species. That's like, believable. Yeah, humans are kind of assholes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They probably, you know, were about to come here, and they saw us nuke Japan. They're like, oh, shit, I don't want to mess with these guys. <laughs> these motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, exactly. Violence. We have not evolved past it. So, um, I'll bring up a little bit more about the light sail thing. Um, that's what they believe might have, like, it had, like, sporadic speeds. It wasn't at constant speed when it came through our galaxy. Mm-hmm. So what we were thinking about how it was able to go that fast and change speeds is that it was using a light sail, which is, i not, uh, I don't know the science behind it, but just what I've written down here is, um, object that could be propelled by solar radiation. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining a giant, like, sail, and it's just having... Maybe somehow using the speed of light to push it through. That might be completely wrong. That is just what I'm imagining it to be. So don't take that as fact. (laughs) But some crazy technology that I have no understanding of and probably might not ever be able to understand. But it's from what from my understanding is that we like 
thought of this as being a possibility of something that could happen. Mm-hmm. And then they see this and like they're like, that might be that. They might have already figured it out. Right. I hope so. And if that is the case, then that just shows how advanced technology, technologically. Technologically. <laughs> Thank you, Alicia. <laughs> I forgot how to talk for a minute there. <laughs> So, yeah, it's exciting, it's scary, it might not be anything, but I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah. And I think it'd be totally badass as aliens. So, like, what's your dream alien invasion kind Oh my gosh, and right now I'm scared. Oh. I'm a scared <laughs> person now. You, you dropped the I word. <laughs> invasion. Let's not get invaded. No. No. Maybe it's something we couldn't handle. Maybe, maybe something I don't want to see. Because it could just be the end. They could decide to wipe us off like it's nothing. Well, I personally believe that they are more peaceful than we are. I, I hope. That's what I believe. I hope so. I hope, I <laughs> but, but that's all imagined. It's the whole not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elon. Mm-hmm. Peaceful aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Um, to me, the question is like, what's your idea of an alien yeah what would they even look like yeah because we also discover different species here on earth that we consider aliens because they're just completely different like octopus yeah and mushrooms yeah (laughs) and just new species in general we call aliens but like so what would your concept of aliens be it could be like some kind of form or figure that we can't even comprehend it's kind of like not even be able to understand the size of the universe it could be it's a physical or maybe not physical like almost like a ghost thing who knows we don't mm. so like what is that so if we don't understand that it's an alien kind of thing oh yeah it'd be <laughs> weird if they came and we didn't even know like maybe they've been here this whole time well i think definition wise an alien is, is like anything that's not from the earth mm-hmm. originally like alien to us it could just be some cells on a planet and right. galaxy yeah. far far away yeah because i can see cells and all that kind of stuff living on planets and stuff like that but and i don't I, know i'm sorry to mean uh, yeah. if you had more to say i don't know but like i don't know if like it'd be like you know like us us or yeah, yeah like i think it's pretty much accepted that there is most likely at least cells somewhere else yeah. just because water and water exists I and where it is on mars I've... yeah there is it's... definitely water on mars and I think yeah. the, they're still kind of looking at that and seeing if there's anything, any tr- traits or anything in there. Um, but just the fact that this is potentially something that we see, I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I also think that, like, I don't think the aliens are afraid of us because of their technology is so advanced. They oh. usually, like, take care of us. If they, if they have a solar <laughs> sail right now, they're not yeah. scared of us. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... You're watching and they're like, oh, Negativity so and violence is very powerful. Like, I don't know. They might mm-hmm. be kind of afraid of what we're willing to do. Like, we have to, like... Even Especially just... with the, the information that they have. The thing is, when, like, we see them as aliens. What if they see us as aliens? No, they, oh, they no we, sure we are they aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so then... But what if they already know other aliens? Like, there's, you know, like, kind of Star Trek. I don't know if either you've seen Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Different, that's... like, you know, communities of planets, and they're used to aliens, and they know how to already deal with them yeah. and interact with them. I mean, I'd, I'd I hope so. some aliens, for Yeah, sure. if there's some trained aliens that know how to deal with 
crazy new people who just are having existential crises right now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have sex with an alien. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I mean, someone, someone's got to be the first, right? <laughs> yeah. Who says he's the first? Uh, like, oh, we know. Abductions, like, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> we, we should Google that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, not, I feel like not in my search history. <laughs> if you guys do that, at least open up a incognito <laughs> tag. Yeah. We use mine. Yeah, your your computer is always. Already far Full gone in that realm. <laughs> <Full research. laughs> I like aliens. Okay. So it'll be interesting. I don't have too much hope that anything's going to come from this. I, we, it's gone already. It came through our galaxy. Even if it was aliens, I don't think we have any more tools to determine if it was or not. Mm. But I think it's something cool just to think about and something excited about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and we might never get any more or another answer in our lifetimes. No, no, or... don't, don't shut that down. No, 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 no. I'm just trying. <laughs> well, I'm open, but I'm also you know kind of being realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, we might not. You know, like all human history, as far as we know, there hasn't been any contact. So we'd be pretty lucky if we were able to live during it. Realistic. Realistic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mean? Now I'm a glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> I I jump back and forth. <laughs> So, the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Um, Right now, he's being investigated by the FBI, and uh, specifically about potential collusion with the Russian government. Is this uh, something you guys know about? No. I mean, I've heard a little bit about it. Like... I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm cracking up a little bit about a noisy bomb man. I'm not sure what that was. But let's let's move on. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue this year. Um, I mean, I know that he's being investigated, but I don't know the details. I totally think that he is in cahoots with Russia because <laughs> that's his mo. It's just really hard to believe that he's not right now. But For sure. Right now, we're let's go on facts and what we have. Okay. So we're not gonna make any assumptions. We're not gonna try to come off as being politically biased at all. We're just going to go by the book right now. Okay. So, Yvonne, you say you don't know anything about him? No. Okay. But I can see how it could be hard. I mean, he is the president, so it's not going to be like a simple task. But what well, you mean be hard? Just to, to investigate him? To investigate him. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. It's definitely been an obstacle. Yeah. Um, well, you know, um, I thought tonight it'd be, um, you know, we, this podcast is called This Is America. And <laughs> even though we're not trying to be completely political, I think it's important to talk about the important things that happen in our country and how we feel about it and if um, the president is being investigated and has any kind of possibility of breaking the law i think that's a pretty good thing to talk about so um let's start from the beginning so around the presidential election in late 2015 um, early 2016 um, the russian government started a campaign to try to influence the outcome of the presidential election and um, they favored Donald Trump to win, and they actively tried really hard to get him elected. Um, and according to American intelligence agencies, the orders came straight from the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. And um, some theories of why they want Donald Trump to win is that they thought he would just do a really shitty job on running the country. And other people even believe that there is a possible previously established connection with Donald Trump 
and the Russian government, especially you know things to do with real estate deals and. I believe that one. You believe that one? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it, it seems pretty likable with the evidence that's come out. But um, so the investigation really started in the summer of 2016, still during the election. Um, the FBI had kind of been keeping a track on um, a few Trump. Uh, campaign aides beforehand and they, they noticed that there's you know still sketchy stuff going on so they started the beginnings of the investigation the counterintelligence investigation to kind of figure out what was going on so and um well let, any thoughts so far on this you two before i continue no you like me go ahead and continue okay. yeah so um let's start in december 29th uh 2016 at this point, Donald Trump is president-elect. He has been elected the next president of the United States, but he's not acting as president. He mm. won't actually become president until the next month in January. Mm. So um, one of the last things that President Barack Obama did before he left office was he announced sanctions against Russia, citing the attempts to interfere with the election. Uh, that very same day, uh, Michael Flynn, who was going to who be lined up to be Trump's national security advisor, discuss sanctions that Obama made with the Russian ambassador to the United States. And this is totally a big no-no. Even if, like, you know, talking to the Russian ambassador while you're in office, that's fine because he's the ambassador. But you're not, it's, I'm not sure if it's illegal, but it's definitely against policy to do any kind of talking before you're elected. <laughs> so, um... A few months later, um, on February 13th, 2017, Michael Flynn resigned as a national security advisor when it came to light he had these meetings. And not only that it came to light about it, but he lied to it about the public and he lied to the vice president and other people in Trump's offices about the conversations he had with the Russian ambassador. So two months into Donald Trump's presidency and his national security advisor resigned, which is uh, not normal. <laughs> yes, well, so the very next day at the White House inside the Oval Office uh, Donald Trump had a meeting with FBI Director James Comey who at the time was the director of the FBI and he personally asked him if he could shut down the investigation that the FBI had going to Michael Flynn and whatever else they were investigating about Russia he was quoted saying I hope you can see your way to clear. I hope you can see your way to clear things, letting this go, to letting Flynn go. He's a good guy. I hope you can let this go. That's insane that he even asked the director of FBI if he could stop an investigation. I don't think Donald Trump fully understood what he was doing, but basically <laughs> that's like paperwork obstruction of justice, which is bad. Makes sense for Trump's MO. Yeah, I don't know. We're trying not to be, you know. Okay. Um, so, how do you guys feel so far about what's going on? Kind of weird, right? Oh, yeah. Feels kind of sketchy. I'm interested in hearing from you, Yvonne, because you're yeah. somebody who doesn't, from what I understand, <laughs> doesn't really know any of the background behind this. Uh, I do think it's interesting, but I feel like I need to hear more and more. Hear of more? It. There, there's a lot more coming, so yeah. you're going to hear more. I swear, this is, it's kind of like a Hollywood movie. It gets to the point where it doesn't feel like real life, but okay. So, 
On March 2nd, 2017, Attorney General Jeff Sessions recused himself from all campaign matters related at the Justice Department, which included a Russian investigation. He did this citing his role as the Trump campaign advisor and because of meetings he previously had with certain Russians during the campaign. So this caused Rod Rodenstein, the Deputy Attorney General, to become the top Justice Department official overseeing the Russia inquiry. And Rod Rodenstein, he's a pretty stand-up guy. He's not really going to let Trump influence him to make decisions or to mess with the investigation. So this was a pretty good thing. Um, and from the president was actually like really pissed off that Jeff Sessions did this because um, Jeff Sessions had you know control over the investigation. Donald Trump could have influenced him to kind of cut it down or make it so it wouldn't affect him so they couldn't find out you know what he was doing or potentially doing. So um, May 9th, this was uh, kind of the big one of the big things. Um, kind of the blue, President Trump fired the FBI director, James Comey. Um, his official reasoning was because of his handling on the investigation into the Hillary Clinton emails during the campaign, which if you know anything about Donald Trump, you know that's a complete bullshit excuse. At his rallies, he asked <laughs> whoever has his emails, please release them. So um, that was obviously a fake reasoning, and he fired the director of the FBI just because he was being investigated, mm -hmm. which um, is a potential, you know, could further put the obstruction of justice uh, case. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, later in May, uh, Rod Rodenstein appointed Robert Miller, who was actually the FBI director before James Comey, probably um, like eight or so years ago, to serve as the head of the special counsel and to oversee the investigation. This is a, was actually a pretty awesome thing, and it kind of showed Ron Rodenstein, Rodenstein's, you know, colors. Um, I'm not in a good way, because Robert Mueller is seen as an all-around badass in Washington. Um, even though he is a registered Republican, he has a proven record of acting politically impartial, and he's the kind of guy who, he doesn't look at politics He's going to find out if anyone did anything wrong. He's going to get to the bottom of it. And he does a damn good job of doing it. Mm. So this is What's awesome. What's his name? Uh, Robert Mueller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so for his special counsel that he has control of, he built up an amazing team of lawyers, all very skilled with practically a perfect record of success. Um, a way I like to think of it is he basically has a lawyer version of the Avengers working mm. in the special counsel. So if um, there's any wrongdoing between Trump and the Russians, this team will find out. Okay, so I want to hear from you guys a little bit. You know, <laughs> any thoughts, any comments? Well, I think that's a lot of, lot of information. I, I'm kind of throwing you a lot. Yeah. The crazy thing about it, this is uh, May 2017. So at this point, Trump had only been president for about five months. Yeah. And all this has already happened. So it's... Well, so I watched a documentary on Donald Trump that's on Netflix. Okay. It's like a four-part docu-series, and it makes sense with Donald Trump's ego that all of this is coming to pass to me. Like, it, it, it's yeah. not super surprising. It, it wasn't. It really wasn't super surprising, especially for people who kind of knew what type of person Donald Trump was. 
What's fascinating to me is that people forget all of the bad things that he has done, and they're just like, oh, like so accepting of it's, it's like his problem. rebranding. Yeah, he does so much bad shit. Yeah, he's already shown his true colors. Up. It's almost like acceptable. Yeah, like if he did one really bad thing, and everyone could freak out by that one thing, but just the fact that he kind of got elected. Them already doing that people mm-hmm. know who that is and it, like plenty of people care i don't want to say people don't care but it doesn't have the same effect that it would have if literally any other president did anything remotely close to it yeah yeah oh yeah yeah but um i, I know that's not really what we're the point you know what we're really talking about right now we're, i mean it, it definitely goes into it but okay you ready for more i'm ready okay where did i leave off i was talking about uh Robert Mueller being appointed. So um, a few months later after that... Okay, this one's actually another really big one. I, I have my, my notes here. It's, <laughs> it, like you said, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out that in June 2016, so during the election, summertime, a few months before the election night, Donald Trump Jr., which is the son of Donald Trump, and other top came officials met with a female Russian lawyer in Trump Tower. And um, during this meeting, it, um, she offered what would supposedly be incriminating information on Trump's campaign's opponent, which was Hillary Clinton. And at this meeting was also Paul Manafort, which was uh, Trump's campaign chairman at the time, and Jared Kushner, which was Trump's son-in-law. So they had some pretty big campaign people attending this meeting. This um, the meeting is obviously a big piece of the investigation because it's goes into the possibility of collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russian government during the election. And um, one pretty interesting thing about this meeting was, which we don't have the answer to yet, is that before and after the mo- meeting, Donald Trump Jr. called a block number for four minutes, and basically everyone thinks it's Donald Trump. Because it makes sense, you know, if you're trying to be, you know, kind of stealthy and secretive, but not that smart about it. Just what you think would be the smart move, you call him with the Star 69. He did the same thing. He pretended to be somebody else on documentary. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he called, um... He didn't call anybody. Forbes somebody called or him. something. Somebody called, called him. him and um, he pretended that he was somebody else. He like, like used a fake voice. You, yeah. can, you can look but this you can up tell right the now. the words he's saying are yeah, totally him. You can totally tell it's Donald Trump. Um, we don't have um, this on hand right now, but if you can just look it up, Donald Trump faking voice Forbes or something, mm-hmm. it will come up. Mm-hmm. And kind of goes back to what we were talking to, how you know there's so many just things he's done wrong and none oh, of it matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty big, and they're looking into that. That's one of the centerpieces of the investigation, if there was any collusion, was that meeting. And even though what was released to the public that we don't know who he called, it's very likely that Robert Mueller has already subpoenaed the phone records. So mm-hmm. he could totally just go to AT&T, whoever it was, and it's like, who was on the other end of the mm-hmm. phone? So it's likely they know who that was. October 3rd, 2017, George Papadopoulos, I can't believe I said that right on the first time, but that's his <laughs> name, uh, a foreign policy advisor during the Trump campaign, was charged with lying to the FBI, and he signed a plea deal two days later, and he began co- cooperating with the investigation. 
So this was really like the first charge in the investigation of somebody who was involved with the campaign. So this is kind of when shit really gets real. People are going to jail now and people are being charged. And uh, this is, this was a year ago. This was over a year ago. So the first year is mm. pregnancy. People that worked on the campaign are starting to go to jail. Mm. Um, later that month, Paul Manafort and Rick Gates, which was his business associate and deputy campaign chairman, surrendered to the authorities and pleaded not guilty to charges including money laundering and tax fraud. Now this is kind of, kind of a separate investigation that's just going to them but there's believed to be connections with him and that money that could have been used with donald trump so that's why it's relevant um plus that was his freaking campaign chair chairman so that's kind of important mm-hmm. um december 1st 2017 michael flynn pleaded guilty to lying to investigators and said he would also agree to cooperate with a special counsel so people are starting to flip on trump it mm-hmm. seems like um people close to him Robert Mueller is very talented in making people talk, hmm. and one at a time, he's getting people on his side, which is good for the investigation. Mm-hmm. Before I continue, any notes, comments? Are you guys just invested? You want me to keep going? You're just yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, April 9th, 2018. This, is, uh, this one's pretty cool. Uh, the FBI agents raided the hotel and office of Michael Cohen which I don't know if I said already, but Michael Cohen was Trump's longtime personal lawyer. Oh, yes. yes. He's very corrupt. Yes. And, I know um, who he is. Yep. And business mm-hmm. partner and just general... Work for the mafia. Shady piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, based on referral from... a, Well, this was... um Yeah, FBI agents did it, but this had to do with a New York case going into him. But um, court investigations, they can all kind of connect with each other and go off each other and work with each other. So sometimes, even though, like... This was done from the New York courts, I believed. Um, special, the special counsel kind of gave it that push, and then they mm. could use evidence used from that raid. Evidence including documents, um, computers, files, and just any other kind of information that they could have gotten from his hotel and office that could have been connected connected with President Trump. Um, August 2018, Paul Manafort, former Trump campaign chairman, is convicted on five counts of tax fraud, two counts of bank fraud, and one count of failure to report to a foreign bank account. That's pretty bad. He pleaded guilty. He's um, cooperating with Mueller's campaign now. And then, like the same month, Michael Cohen surrendered himself. Eight criminal charges. Now he's cooperating with a special counsel. Um, there's this whole thing with Stormy Daniels, um, adult film actress, which is a whole nother story I'm not going to go into right now. I feel like this is already kind of going kind of long, but, um, I think we're almost at the present day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. Yeah, so we just had the midterms, which was, you know, there's every four years is a presidential election. Every two years is Senate and Congress because those are all four year terms and sometimes they end up in the middle for half of it. And um, so the special counsel was mostly quiet because you're not really supposed to release any kind of information that could hurt any kind of political side during the election, basically, because you don't want to influence the election in any kind of way you want the, you want it to be, I don't know, how do I say this? You don't want to release something that favors one side or the other. You, you being who? The special counsel, Robert Mueller. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, you kind of don't want to say, hey, um... The Republican president just uh, had obstruction against the United States, and everyone's like, "Oh well, screw Republicans, vote Democrat," because mm. it just it it come off kind of sketchy timing, perhaps, and they don't want people blaming that as 
it's just kind of policy not mm. to do it before that. So um, we didn't hear a lot about the investigation since August. Now the elections are over um, from a couple of weeks ago, we can expect to be hearing from Mueller's team very soon. Like mm. any day he can release his full report because there were um, reports online that the investigation was in its final stages last August. Mm. So he's it's thought that he's basically done. He has all the information he needs and he could release everything he knows. And from last August. From just like this three past, months ago, this past okay, August this past is August. when it was the investigation. Okay. It was in its finishing stages, so um, like tomorrow we mm. might. Be, I was kind of scared playing this podcast that it would come out because that would ruin our whole thing. So I'm <laughs> glad they waited for us to talk about it. <laughs> I think it'll be an interesting follow up when it comes out. Um, and also the Democrats retook the congressional house during the midterms, which means that um, if. Robert Mueller could have said um, the president worked with the Russians and he did all his illegal stuff and it's really up to Congress to decide if they want to impeach him. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think a Russian, not Russian controlled Congress, it might may very well be with Republicans running Congress. That's political biasness, I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they could have just said like, okay, well, we're not going to impeach him. But now that the Democrats run the House and if this report comes out, they will most likely vote to impeach. And after that, it goes to the Senate. And normally the Senate, it, whoever controls the Senate, it's supposed to be a little bit more, you know, not, I don't know how to explain it. They do they do the right thing more often than not, kind of. That's not true in all scenarios, but something that big of a deal, I like to think they would. And currently Republicans do have the Senate. So we'll see what happens when that report comes out. Um, so one last thing I want to touch up on this. I know it's been going on for a while. Um, but the very next day after the midterms, Donald Trump fired Attorney General Jeff Sessions. And what kind of just seemed like being a desperate move to gain some kind of control over the Russian investigation and the special counsel, now that, you know, the Democrats have the House. And I don't, um, I mentioned earlier, Jeff Sessions is the one who recused himself from the investigation, so he couldn't mess with Robert Mueller. Mm-hmm. But now that he's fired, Donald Trump can play someone else to um, be attorney general and then he could have that attorney general if you listen to Trump mess with investigation all he wants so basically he's manipulating all of the presidential power that he has he's trying mm-hmm. right now it seems like he's trying but I'm pretty sure at this point it's too late mm-hmm. and all that information has already been collected and one way or another it's gonna come out I really believe they're not gonna be able to suppress it and mm-hmm. um Probably pretty soon we're going to find out the truth of what happened and how much he was involved. And I think, um, and then justice will prevail. Law always wins. Yeah, I hope it does. So that was just some of the highlights of what happened. (laughs) I tried, you know, having a be pretty quick. I think that went on a little longer than I wanted to be. (laughs) Just the highlights. But um, those are the big things. And um, if you want to, and anyone listening, you can look it up and kind of, there's a bunch of guides you can find online that really goes into everything, and there's a lot I didn't cover. So if this interested you in any way, please go ahead and look at that, because I think it's definitely important for people to understand and realize everything that's going on with our country and the person who's running the country. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary and crazy at the same time. I think a lot of people are scared. Yeah. So uh, any final thoughts about the Russian investigation? Pretty crazy, huh? Like... 
Oh, yeah. I know it's a lot of information to take in at first. You're like, holy shit, all this is going on right now with the president of the United States. Yeah. Um, I mean, I believe it, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to believe. Uh, I know you kind of really have to be following everything to really be able to understand why it's believable. And I know, Yvonne, you're not super into politics, so you might not (laughs) understand why it's super easy to believe. Yeah. But um, they're going to make some movies. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it's all done, they're yeah, gonna be rushing yeah. to get those movies oh, out because sure. it's like a freaking spy movie or you know Russian, mm. Russians infiltrating American government. Yeah. It sounds fake. It sounds like a made up movie. Yeah. So I know Steven Spielberg is gonna jump all over that, and he's gonna get Tom Hanks to play Robert because <laughs> he sounds exactly like Tom Hanks. If you watch a video of him, please. Oh look, really? Yeah. Look up a video of Robert Mueller talking. It's like, oh, that's Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Tom Hanks is the best. Tom Hanks is the best. Mm. He's a great actor. Yeah. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it and maybe even learned a thing or two. If you did enjoy listening, look out for future episodes. Right now, the plan is to have an episode released every two weeks, so stay tuned. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on our website, and wherever else podcasts are found. Sources used for this episode include CNN, The New York Times, and New Yorker. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.